the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style, right here on this podcast. Because you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. And double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El Numero! That's right, you're listening to two of the three Hogsmen, Big Duke. He said he couldn't make it this episode. He'll be here next time. And the Kaiju and El Numero Uno are coming from my garage. <laughs> garage. Because coronavirus is helicoptering its big old dick in California. And once again, fitness centers, bars and restaurants, uh, salons, Movie everything is, is, is shut down. At least for uh, the time being, and so we cannot be at the school. It's no bueno. Um, I, we were laughing when we came on here because <laughs> my phone went off. His wife said, we're, we're being a little too loud because we're yelling or something, and we set off the dogs. So I apologize. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, so coronavirus is, uh, is once again, it's a problem. It's we a uh, are back in a, a, a sort of shutdown. I yeah, guess. we're in California. Uh, for those of you who are out of state or out of country, from parts unknown, uh, so I hope things are doing a little better over there. By the way, just pretending this thing isn't still a thing doesn't mean that it's going away. So, tend to stay for a bit. But good news, Adam sent me, uh, not producer Adam, NPA, sent me a link today that their vaccine is being what going into approval status or something uh like that. they've already done a couple of tests that have shown positive uh results and they're gonna start doing full test well they did like one with like 45 people but they're gonna do a bigger one towards the end of this month and hopefully by the end of the year maybe we'll have a vaccine for this thing by the way how do you sign up for that and then it will mutate Oh yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll go right back. You'll get the this. people who are the you know the anti-vaxxers who are going to be like, don't take the vaccine, and those are the same people you see yelling at the their dentists on YouTube. Oh yeah, well some of these people uh, are thinking that Bill Gates is part of it and trying to microchip people and yeah. A lot of people are diving deep and like I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Like I understand like there's a few that you're like, oh yeah, that that's that's not what the government wants you to believe. But there's a lot where you're just like, wow, like people are going deep. That's like the that's the, probably the thing with the internet. Like, how many conspiracy theories can be started now, very simply because you go on Reddit and you and you type something in. All of them, everything. What are you looking at me for? You are Mr. Reddit. Every I single Reddit. idea you have is I from Reddit. You are Mr. Conspiracy Wait, I don't have Not every idea I have is from Reddit. I Anytime have, you send me a link, it's from Reddit. Well, I usually send you a, a meme or something stupid. It's just it's 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 the internet of the internet. Like uh, like I believe like uh, Oswald wasn't the only one that that shot JFK because my nana told me that somebody else was involved and she was a goddamn patriot. So I believe what she says. <laughs> uh, but like yeah, like I think there's like uh, what's this new one? Is it May? Or wait, wait, way. Uh, I I saw it trending, but I don't know what it was. Was it called Wayfair? Wayfair. Yeah. What's that? So it's something there's this company that thing. sells these like big cabinets, and uh, people are now of the belief that they are selling children out of these because online they have individual names, so it'll be Cabinet Jessica or Cabinet <laughs> Devin. And now everyone has gone down some rabbit hole. I didn't go down the rabbit hole, but everyone's now convinced that Wayfair is selling children out of these cabinets. Now, if I was a conspiracy theorist, right, and I was like somebody who really wanted to take down, uh, what is it called? Wayfair? Wayfair. If I really want to take them down, wouldn't I just order a kid? Order order something? (laughs) Wouldn't I just order something? And then if a small, a young child showed up in my house, I'd be like, okay, guys, it's true. You know, like that, that seems like a very easy one to debunk. But then you become an accessory and then you can be in trouble too. No, I'd be like, yo, 5-0, I'm going to do this. We're going to go, um, 
uh, who, who's the Dateline guy that oh, you, uh, used to expose uh, uh, sexual predators? I, can't, I know what you're talking about. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. I go Chris Hansen style. I'd get the sheriffs. I'd be like, "Yo, this is I'm going to do this." His music was great. Go ahead. Who? The Hansons. Go ahead. <laughs> but, anyways, I I heard that one and I was like, this seems like it'd be an easy one to kind of like figure out. Because I would just I, I I never even heard of Wayf- Wayfair or whatever yeah. it's called prior to this. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about them. But yeah, man. So, by the way, is that your favorite uh, conspiracy theory? Is the Oswald one, JFK? There's a second shooter. Uh, I think it's the one that makes the most sense. That's like, yeah, dude, like no way Oswald got off what four four shots from a, a the the window and on a moving vehicle yeah. headshots. Like, I don't know, man. It what doesn't... about you, Adam? What's your favorite favorite conspiracy? I don't have a favorite conspiracy theory. There's got to be one that you, like, are somewhat, like, interested in where you're going, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, UFOs and shit? You don't think? I mean, those are interesting, but I don't like going down the rabbit hole because there's a lot of conspiracy theories that I fucking hate, and anyone that believes in them, I fucking detest them for believing in them. You know like who, the government uh, is responsible for 9-11. That's one of the ones that I that's cannot a, stand. That's a hard one to, to for me to to like think that the government had anything yeah. to do with 9-11. Like, and there are people that believe it. And even though there was a documentary made that literally would give the point that the conspiracy theorists made. And then a guy would come on and be like, well, this is why that's dumb. And then people, but there's still people out there that believe it. And I, you know. Yeah, that's a pretty dark one. Um, that's a dark one, and then Sandy Hook is a real dark one. Yeah, those are so terrible. There's there's some about the uh, the Las Vegas massacre that it's a, yep. it's kind of along the same lines. Yeah, those are wasn't that supposed dark. to be like a false flag kind of thing? Or I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think they accused like Saudis of something. I don't know that, but they've been accused for nine eleven too and everything else. So. Do you uh, you know who's a big conspiracy guy? Ryan Kidd. Who? Isn't Kidd a conspiracy guy? Oh, I don't know. I uh, Brian Kendrick. Oh, is he really? A big one. That's so funny. when I uh, was doing extra work in Vegas one time, I was with uh, Sasha Derevko, and Derevko's pretty good boys with Kendrick. Um, we went and met up with Kendrick, and we were walking along the street, and Kendrick started hitting me with conspiracy theorists. <laughs> and I'm like... He's like, you ever heard of the Mandela effect? And I'm like, oh, no. yeah, that's a good one. And so he started explaining the Mandela effect to me. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, that kind of makes makes sense, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember whatever, what other one he brought up. But, um, I yeah, think, big, I, big time. I think one of the biggest ones with the Mandela effect is they say uh, Kazam or Shazam or something. And it's like starring Sinbad or he's like a genie. Oh, I don't but know like that one. Everyone has this memory. Oh. Everyone has this memory of Sinbad starring in a movie where he's a genie. Yes. And that's true. And it, but he's never yeah. been in a movie. Where yeah. He's a genie. I think Shaq was the genie in a movie. Yeah. People think they don't look anything alike. Yeah. Oh, there's Berenstein bears. Berenstein. Yeah. Berenstein. And then he brought up the, uh, the snow white, the magic mirror on the wall. That one's stupid. That movie was from the, like the thirties. Of course, no one's going to remember that, but everybody remembers that line. Because no, but they don't. Because they all saw it when they were children. It was one of the first children's movies you ever saw. Yeah, but like everybody still remembers that line, "Mirror, mirror on the wall." But it actually, it's "Magic Mirror." Well, that's because "Magic Mirror" sounds stupid. By the way, man, remember those old Disney uh, movies like Snow White? Um, Pinocchio? No, refresh my memory, dude. Those are what nightmares are made out of. Oh, uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland is terrifying. They those old Disney films that I that I watched as a kid. I don't understand how. Like parents thought this was okay for children to watch, straight up nightmare, straight up nightmares, crazy man. Well, it's good stuff. Uh, they've they've changed the movies quite. You know they've kind of come along since then. Toy Story, not as much of a nightmare. That's a good one. Toy Story is a good one. Um, I'm gonna finish off that. I'm gonna go back to the conspiracy theory thing just to end it. But my favorite, I like the UFO one. I think that's interesting. There's so much shit about that. There's so many like. Um. I've seen some crazy yeah. stuff in the sky, so I'm like, I don't know what it was. My mom believes that she saw a UFO uh, somewhere like in Mexico or New Mexico one time. Oh, really? I've seen yeah. it going out to going out to uh, Arizona, going by uh, between Yuma and Gila Bend. I've seen some wild shit in the skies, but I know that there's also like a an Air Force base there. The proving grounds are there, so who knows what they're trying out and testing? But I've seen some crazy stuff, like lights moving lightning fast, 
like 20, like 20 lights would go down into four lights. They would all combine and then merge and re-emerge and shoot up in vertical in directions that planes can't move. It's wild. Was I with you on these trips? No, I was going out to uh, spring training one year. Oh. And uh, so this was, uh, must have been in March. Um, <clears throat> must have been in March. I'm being directed by NPA to press the mic to my mouth because I'm a punk like that. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was wild. It was wild. Mm. Yeah, man, conspiracy theories, they're fun. They're fun to kind of, like, check out, but, I, you know, a lot of them I'm just like, I don't have time to fucking deal with this bullshit. I like to accept life as, as what's, you know, given to me, like, on the news and, like, flat earth, man. Come on. Like, what's the point of having a flat earth? That's, that's so not cool. even a conspiracy theory. That's just people believing. I don't even, I don't even know the logic behind flat earthers. Yeah. Um, I, I think, don't either. I think it has something to do with that you just want to be a contrarian. It, mm. I mean, at some point, you have to deny so much shit to believe stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. But anyways, how was everybody's weekend? We're actually uh, we're we're uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. Uh, no, a Tuesday oh yeah, night. if you're you're listening to this late, you guys are listening to this at least a day late. So it's Wednesday morning that you are first hearing this. Hopefully, right? Yeah. Um, let's start with yours. You got to wrestle. I got to wrestle. Friday night, we had a, a Canna Pro Wrestling show. It was held in the parking lot of the Level Up Pro Wrestling School. Um, it was fun, man. I got to uh, to work with Bestia666. He's a uh, luchador out of Tijuana. And it was fun, man. Um, he was very easy to work with. It's weird because we like, didn't even like do any like Lucha Libre style wrestling it was straight up like it was more like american style wrestling i guess you could say like he wrestles enough american yeah oh yeah it's i even told him like you want to do a rana or anything like that and he was like no i'm cool i'm like all right do i want a rana but uh out of here i uh i did you know even though Devin sparks was not there i made sure his name got mentioned thank you saw that in the intro for me basically uh a young man named pd who is a uh a student at the school he had to step in because uh, the ring announcer called out late. He couldn't; something happened. He couldn't make it, and so they needed a ring announcer. And somebody asked Petey, and he stepped up, man. And he uh, he did it all night. Did a great job. He remembered Devin Sparks' uh, entire introduction for me, and uh, he did great, dude. It was hilarious. I saw so I saw the highlights that came out. He put out put out a little highlight reel. And uh, I'm like, oh, why is Petey announcing? I, I didn't watch it on volume yet. Mm-hmm. I had volume off. And uh, I'm noticing him announcing for a really long time. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I got to rewind this and watch it with volume on. And then I hear him doing the whole intro. Yep. Pretty well done, dude. Good yeah. for him. He's, he's good at promos, too. He's, he's going to get some good character work in, so hopefully. Yeah, I just told him to do the, uh, the ombre with no ombre. <laughs> Uh, you know, Armano from another Mamo, but you know, that little line. And then he goes, uh, right before we go out there, he goes, Should I say, uh, and now for the moment you guys yep. have all been waiting for? And I was like, Fuck yeah, PD, of course you should <laughs> say that. Uh, yeah, so it was, uh, that was, that was fun. Um, it got actually it got a pop. I don't know who was la- that's why I was asking you. I was like, Who was that? Was that the locker room or was that the yeah, I don't know, man. There was a crowd. few people, uh, in the audience, not very many, and all of them were, uh, spaced out. But it was fun just kind of being able to wrestle in front of people. Obviously, it was more for uh, the people at home. I think it was either on, like, Facebook Live or YouTube Live or something like that. Uh, but it was just fun, man. And, and, like, they had a great setup, the lights with the scaffolding that and all that. That looked phenomenal. That yeah. looked amazing. That's what, when I first saw the video, I was blown away. I love that setup. Yeah. I love it. It was uh, it was really cool uh, setup. and. I think they are going to try and maybe hold a, a f- some more events like that uh, outside in the parking lot, spaced out. Because, man, we need something. We need something to be entertained by. The boys need something to, to do, need to wrestle win. for. Uh, so hopefully that works out, and hopefully they do more shows like that. Uh, frequent, uh, frequent contributor, sorry, small, frequent small contributor to our show, uh, Hunter Freeman was on the show. He uh, main event. Main event. Main I saw eventer. that he was he was busted open. What happened there? Uh, he took a crutch to the head. I think it was that. Uh, Eli Everfly hit him with a crutch 
over the top of his head. And I think that dinged him up. And then he ended up taking a Canadian destroyer off the top rope through a table. And thank God that was the finish. Because <laughs> if it wasn't, I would have given him a tongue lashing of a what lifetime. What was the uh, table on fire, at least? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Should have popped right back up. But, yeah, so that was the main event. Uh, yeah, but man, every everything went, went well, man. It was nice. Actually, Bestia and I went pretty quickly. You know, I think sometimes I think people get uh, – I think maybe more of, like, newer, younger wrestlers think, like, you have to go longer to have a better match. But sometimes it's like – I think we were given, like, 10 to 12. And I was like, no, nah, maybe we'll go eight. Well, that's what Yuma was saying was the best uh, material that you can get out there is an eight-minute match, six to eight. Yeah, get out there, do your thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, especially, like, I remember the match before, before us, uh, Jordan and uh, Jordan Cruz and, and Biagio, they went... Did he get... What was his name? No, so we, we messed up. Oh. Apparently, oh. apparently that is a, uh, a sponsor. Oh. And for some reason, the, when I got texted the information, that's how it showed up. And actually, I was talking to Biagio about that because he, he he didn't get it. He didn't understand it either. But apparently, that's who was sponsoring that match. Oh, okay, that's hilarious. Yeah. My mom's nuts. Nice. There's a little sh- little shout out for for that company. <laughs> but they went a little bit. They went a little bit longer. You know, had the false finishes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and Best Guy went out there, and we just got right into it man right after that promo he uh he booted me right to the face and we just went to work man went i to saw work. that i saw that it was good um I was gonna, what was i gonna tell you so lately i've been watching a lot well you guys know this on the podcast uh i've been watching a lot of old like wcw like i wasn't i never was never a wcw guy back in the day it yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I was a WWF guy. Oh, like, for sure. I watched both, but I was rooting for the WWF. Exactly. Um, but whenever, whenever I watch tape or I studied tape of like Flair or someone, obviously you're watching WCW, but you're really only watching Flair. So a lot of the catching up on WCW that I've been able to do has been since the network has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and man, one thing that I love that I, I was telling uh, Adam this weekend is I just want to start overselling everything. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys would oversell fucking everything. And it was incredible. And it was great to watch. And it was very entertaining. And um, I'm trying to remember who Flair was wrestling. He took... Oh, I think it was Sting. He was in the corner, right? His back was to the corner. He was maybe a few feet out. He took a chop, turned, bounced chest first off the ropes, turned kitty corner to the other rope, and then took a tumble to the outside. And I'm like, why? That's so simple. That spot alone, that just taking that chop and bouncing to the outside is going to eat up a minute and a half. Yeah. That's amazing. And you make the other guy look like a champion. I feel, though, that kind of selling, it takes uh, a lot of, like, practice. And you have to have, like, a natural talent to kind of pull that off. Like, Mr. Perfect, who is, like, the ultimate overseller. Yep. But yet he could do it because he was so athletic. Uh, and and it, it just looked... It looked fine. Well, yeah, he was another guy that uh, I think I brought it up on the podcast. It was Brock Brock Lesnar. I think punched him in the gut, and he, tur- he turned around and tumbled out of the ring, and that was amazing too. Um, it, or he would do the stuff too, where he go to throw him in the turnbuckle, he'd put the legs up on the second rope and yeah. bounce and do a flip back into the ring. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter tried doing that one time. I saw it, <laughs> and it did not turn out well. And I even told him before, I go, "Don't do that, please." And he goes, "I'm gonna do it," and it looked like shit. Basically, though, yeah, after watching these things, just as far as storytelling goes and whatnot, I'm like, why not? Why not? Why not do it? You know what I mean? Um, you have your offensive stuff. You know, get your shit in. Like, okay, well, get your shit in, but on defense, too. Yeah. If that's if that's part of your gimmick and that's part of, you know, if this is going to be a Devin Sparks match or a Mike Camden match, this is included. Mm-hmm. Double your pleasure, double your fun right there, man. You get your stuff in on offense and defense, so. Yeah, there is something entertaining about watching somebody who sells very, very well, and, and and it's interesting to watch. It helps move along the match. Absolutely, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, so we went a little bit shorter, and but it was fine, man. It was it was the time that we needed, and it was cool, dude. Uh, Bestia was happy with it. Now he invited you down to Mexico to wrestle as long as your partner wouldn't come with you. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, man, are you interested in coming down to to Mexico?" 
And I was like, yeah, I actually have a tag team. I'm in a tag team with Devin Sparks. I'm sure Devin would love to come. And he goes, oh, that's cool. But would you <laughs> like to come to Mexico and wrestle? And by the way, I, I just made all that up. That's not true. He didn't ask me that. No, that's true. We'll tag him online. He'll make sure he hears about it. But uh, no, he, he was he was happy with the match. You know, we both walked away unscathed. And did uh, you wrestle with a shirt on? Uh, well, we hot started. It was funny because um, he we hot started it. He, yeah. he booted Kicked me to the you. face, and we just went, we started just working. And but I think like by the time we got towards like the back end of the of the of the match. I was like, "Oh shit, my I still have my my tank top on." I didn't even realize it. And uh so I, then I yanked it off at the very end. Uh probably with like 2 minutes left. You pulled in the a match. kaiju. Say that again. You pulled a kaiju. You wore the jacket till the end of the match. Oh yeah. No, it was, I I didn't even think about it. I remember um I hit him with something. I can't remember what. And I looked down and I was like, "Oh, I still have my tank top on." All right. Well, I guess I'll give the girls what they wanted <laughs> and take this thing off. That sucks. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to retire and let a younger guy come in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, that was a, it was a fun match. I really uh, – I'd love to uh, wrestle Bestia again because that was the first time we've, we've ever uh, – I mean, I've, I've, I've said hi to him at shows, but I've never really talked to him. Uh, very nice guy. Yeah. And that's the first time I've obviously uh, been in the ring with him. You do the job? I did the, I did the oh. J-O-B. Went oh, down man. to a muscle buster. Um, so in the last two matches, you're one and one are you keeping track i'm just making sure that we get represented well because <laughs> this isn't coming off like like this is our you know we're not gonna be able to have another podcast for another week and all people are gonna remember is that you lost the match i know and who knows when we're gonna have another match that's right but uh so yeah uh you know he uh i'd, I'd love to get in the ring with him again and he said he'd like to do it again too uh i think the next another match you know we would do a lot better it would be even you know it's just Imagine if you did it with a crowd. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild stuff. Yeah, so it's fun. It was a good show. It was it was very nice. It was nice to kind of be back in that atmosphere, see everybody. You know who I talked to for a while was um Rob Shit. Greatest name, name in the business. Great name. He's a he's a cool dude, man. Like he's a really nice guy and he's got a very interesting story. Uh I would love to get him on the podcast and, and talk about uh his life before wrestling. I mean, the, the, he was like living like off the grid for a while. Nice. Like he was like riding trains and shit like that. And I was like, wow, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but, uh, does it say shit across his stomach or am I making that up? I can't remember if he has that I tattoo, he had a tattoo on his stomach. He had a t- I thought he had the, the word shit tattooed somewhere. I can't remember. I can't remember that. But yeah, he, he, I, I like him. He's a nice guy. Uh, he's a Santino's dude. He used to come down, or he he come he would work a lot of the level up student shows. And I remember the first time I saw his name on the card when I walked uh, in the back uh, for a level up show. I looked at the card and I saw Rob Shit, and I was just like, "Who the fuck is that?" Like that's a name that stands out on the card, mm-hmm. right? What's awesome is it's like Joe Dirt, but way better. Exactly, <laughs> way fucking better. And uh, and then I think Hunter was like, "That's Rob shit," and Rob was just standing there looking at me, and I'm like, "That's a great fucking name." <laughs> and uh, but he he's a nice guy, and I, it's weird because I don't know if if that name is gonna make a a more like if you had like a bigger card that you tried to advertise. Maybe at like a family friendly show. No, on the indies you can have anyone. I you told him it'd be anyone. funny if he spelt it C H I T E, like Rob shit. Like like the announcer, like like the announcer has to like read it. Like am I read, am I saying this right? Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. It's up to him. He can do whatever he wants. But I think it's obviously a name that stands out. Well, they have a show called Shits Creek. Who does that? Uh, what channel is that? Pop TV. Pop TV. I don't know. It's really It was popular. a show from Canada, though. It was a Canadian show, but it was really popular. It was S-C-H-I-T-T, but it was a really popular show uh, with the uh, the dad from uh, American Pie in it and the mom from uh, Home Alone. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really funny. Did not know. Uh, speaking of shit, I've got a story about my weekend. You didn't ask me how my weekend went? Yeah. Well, I was just about to ask you. I know. I know. And I automatically, was... I think right now you shit your pants this weekend. Oh, I wish I shit my pants this weekend. I wish I shit my pants this weekend. So, uh, my wife was out of town this weekend. Had the house to myself, minus the uh, the kid and the dog. 
And uh, I hadn't been sleeping well at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to get to bed early. Go to bed at 10 o'clock. That's early for me, right? Well, this week. Okay, I'm going to bed at 10. Uh, I wake up at 3 a.m. with a, a crazy shaking at the foot of the bed. Crazy amount of shaking. And uh, I start hearing my dog, like, whimpering or making this really weird noise. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So Fl- I, like, Flynn, right? Flynn, yeah. My dog's name is Flynn. Flynn Megatron. Uh, so I get <laughs> get out of bed. It's a hell of a name on the card. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, get out of bed and like I'm like trying it's pitch black I'm trying to console my dog and he's just like the most violent shaking I've ever seen a dog shake and making this noise that I couldn't figure out what he's doing and I'm thinking like okay dude my dog is dying right now like I have no idea what's happening but my dog is dying I don't know if he ate some poison or he ate some you know raisins or something he's not supposed to eat but he's he's this is not right and then I smell shit <laughs> and uh, earlier in the day I had been gone for multiple hours uh, and we came back to the house. I let him let him out, take a you know take a piss and a shit. Come back and he was fine. I noticed that night he was like being very loving to me. Like kept coming up to me and like getting in my face, like trying to give me a hug and all this stuff. I'm like, all right, dude, like, thanks, man, but you're kind of like bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> go away, go away. Um, so he fell asleep, and I think like what had happened. Well, I'll get there. Was that he was trying, trying to tell me he had to go go outside. He had to go to the bathroom. So, as soon as, you know, he's shaking and whimpering and I'm trying to figure out what's going on, then I smell shit. And I'm like, oh God, what the fuck happened? I'm pulling him towards me and his legs are extending out on the carpet, scraping shit into the carpet. I don't know this. I'm trying to pick him up and then he starts trying to put his paws on me like, no, get away from me, I have shit on me, and starts scraping his ass into the carpet. So by the time I get to the light and turn the light on, there is shit completely uh, kicked around and smeared into the deepest parts of and not just like a little shit like a big pile of shit a big like you know like when you step in it and it's enough to go around your whole shoe and still be there but this is all caked into the fucking carpet now Uh, so it's it's, you know almost three at this point and I'm like what the fuck am I going to do with it I don't know what to do with shit in a carpet like it's not like there's it's not like it's on uh, a hardwood floor or a tile kitchen or something like that's something I know how to do so then I spent the next two hours two hours two dude there is shit like completely caked like pushed into the to the smallest fibers of the carpet from this dog kicking around and rubbing his ass in it Jesus so not only that but I had to go give him a haircut because he's covered in shit give him a shower and clean the fucking house so was he just kind of like panicking because he had to he yes. had to shit and he didn't yes. want to shit? Yes, that's what it was. Oh, poor Flynn. I know. I felt bad. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, I didn't scold him or anything. It was all my fault. It so is. I wasn't like you know Matt. He felt bad. He was like you know hiding in a corner basically. I'm like, dude, this is not your fault. But I spent yeah, that was yeah, that was a long long night. Well, it's a good thing that's the only thing that happened to you that night. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Wake up uh, to my daughter on the monitor crying for her mom. Uh, I'm like, okay, you know, she's out of town. This is kind of normal. I start watching it. She's not going back to bed. Go in there and get her. And apparently she, like, picked her nose in the middle of the night and had the biggest bloody nose I've ever seen a toddler have fucking ever. It was all over the blankets, the sheets, the undersheet. It made it down to the mattress, the pillows, her fucking clothes. So then I, uh, you know, spent a half hour fixing that, and uh, we were up. We were up for the day. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. So I got, like, I think three hours of sleep. It was beautiful. It's terrible. Good three hours of sleep. It's a hell of a weekend. It's <laughs> a good one. Hell of a weekend hell right a there. Weekend. What anyway. about you, uh, NPA? Oh, and that was the night. A- was that the night after? I saw Adam this weekend. Was that the night after that happened? or was that the- No, that was Monday night, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. No, because Monday would have been Sunday, early. Sunday into Monday. Yeah, I don't but know. I saw you Saturday night. Oh, okay, Saturday night. It was all into Sunday. Yeah, what's today? Tuesday. It was all fucked Today's up. Tuesday. There we go. What about you, MPA? How was your weekend? I got drunk with Devin. Oh, that's fun. That's the got drunk. It was a good time. Made chicken quesadillas. He made a chicken quesadilla, and when you're and you know when you're drunk. <laughs> Food tastes delicious. So, oh man, one of the best chicken quesadillas I've ever had. You're welcome. I'm, uh, I'm, call, I'm calling out a Taco Bell right now. 
Head to head. Let's go. Mono we mono. You uh speaking of uh, uh WCW, uh just this today I was watching um, 96, Bash at the Beach, the Hogan go. heel turn. Yeah. For some reason, I, somebody posted uh, the clip of the heel turn uh-huh. uh, on um, the Facebook. And I, I was, was like, the anniversary of it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, I guess it happened like July 7th or something like that, 1996. And um, so I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go watch that pay-per-view and just kind of watch the whole match. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I fell asleep before uh. the match. But I watched the first, for the first match of the card – was uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. and Psychosis. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. Those guys are fucking nuts, dude. Fucking nuts, the shit they were doing. I immediately hit up Dom, and I was like, dude, I'm watching 96 Bash of the Beach. Your dad and fucking Psychosis are fucking nuts. And he was like, yeah, they've always been that way. <laughs> like, so, so I know Psychosis had like a lot of, uh, what, like knee problems or something like that. And you can, oh, I can see why. I 100% see why. He's doing just insane shit. He did a like a normal leg drop, and then he does a leg drop off the top turnbuckle, and then he does a, he does a senton, a uh, like a. It's not like a, a flipping senton. It's like a jump and lean back senton on Mis- on Mysterio oh, okay. on the floor. Sweet, dude. No, thank you. Are you no, a fan? You. Are you a fan of? Uh... Of the the ramp connecting to the apron and rings, sometimes yeah, you like that sometimes yeah. It looks I so think weird. I think it can be used pretty well in a match. Like there's that great clip of uh, who is it Hogan uh, Hogan and Muda, probably like in New Japan or uh, uh, what what is he uh, All Japan, mm-hmm. and Muda goes running down the the ramp. And then comes running all the way back like fifty yards, and then clotheslines Hogan into the <laughs> into oh, the ring. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. I think I think it can be like there's some cool stuff that you can incorporate in the match uh, by doing that. Yeah, I think if you do that, then you don't get to go around the ring, right? You can't really do the like you can't go around the ring, get the crowd hyped. And Obviously, it, it. Oh, you mean like prior? Yeah, yeah. But who cares? Yeah. Um, the. Uh, Bash at the Beach and stuff. I, I miss like just completely selling out for like a beach setup or a house, like in your house. It was a house. Yeah. The beach setup. You had a sweet beach there. Um, <clears throat> those are good times. Yeah, I man. Want those, I want those back. I, I do. I was watching that Bash at the Beach. I'm just watching. I'm like, God, this is, to me, this is the height of wrestling those years. You know, like fans that are just reacting to everything that you do the the commentating is perfect it was uh it was bobby the brain oh my god bobby the brain just doing the brain the brain doing shit. brain things he i popped for this line he they, they mentioned how ray mysterio's from san diego what during the match and uh and and heenan goes you know he's, he's really famous in san diego even even before wrestling and uh, I think it was like, uh, was it Mike Tanay? Goes, why is that? And he goes, because he's the original San Diego chicken. <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> I started dying laughing, dude. It was great. That guy, I don't know. There's just something's missing nowadays with a lot of like this like scripted promo and and say you know what they want you to say because just stuff like that like on the spot creativity spont uh spont spontaneity spontaneity give me your give me your top three ring announcers all time uh well obviously or commentators for me for me it was like the the the, the two main ones were were king and and jr yeah i mean king was just the the fucking best and unfortunately he he would not well I, they, he still does commentating, right? Like everyone's no, there. They removed him again. They're done with him, which is I understand it, man. He See, does what, the same bits he did in ninety eight, ninety nine today, and they're just not funny. You well, it, it's just a, it's just a different yeah. world that we live in. It's you know the the political correctness is uh, they're they're not going to accept it. Yeah. Um, but I I loved uh, Lawler um, and Jim Ross just for his uh, his reaction to uh, to what's happening in the ring. I mean, 
Other than that, like you know, like Mike Tenay and like the the WCW guys. Were I sweet. got I got uh, the brain. I, he was one of my. Favorites well, yeah, he he was in, he was amazing. Uh, I I even liked Macho. Macho was great on the mic. Um, Jesse was great. Uh, I really liked. Um, I liked Vince on the mic too. Yes, yes. Even like when when he was the face commentator, yep. he was fantastic. What a maneuver! But yeah, you know what's funny is like what you just brought up, Adam is. So like they removed Lawler, right? Because he, I think the last thing he said, didn't he say like something like about uh, uh, Akira Tozawa? That was one of the reasons. But the other reason was that they put Samoa Joe in commentary, and he's just one of those naturals who was just really good at it right away. Yeah. So they just wanted. But Lawler, like I said, yeah, he made some comment about Tozawa. Well, here's kind the, of mildly racist, but well, here's the thing. Whatever. You, you you have these guys uh, like even Jr. kind of got in trouble for it over at AEW, right? Like he said something. Um, you take these guys that are old school guys, right? They're like well into their sixties. Am I correct on that? Like something like you know, and in the late nineties, the political correctness wasn't there. At least it was a little bit looser, I guess you could say, a little bit looser. So these guys could get away with that stuff. And they were really good at it. Everybody remembers them being so like funny and all that kind of stuff. And then the world changed. And these guys are still, they're old. They, they, you know, they're still stuck in their ways. So now when they say this kind of stuff, they catch shit for it. Whereas back in the day, everybody was like, you didn't even think twice about it. You know, like it just, it was a different world, you know? So, um, <laughs> well, I showed you, but I don't think we can ever show it on the, or do it on the podcast, but that's one of the things that I was... So when I was looking for promos for this week's episode, uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to find something I haven't seen before. And that's one of the things... One of the common themes for like shitty promos that I kept coming across was like outdated, outdated like racist comments yeah. and like re- really misogynistic and se- like sexist, saying things that you could never come close to saying today. Like, holy shit. There's a promo of Hogan saying the Japs. <laughs> you know, like... He's like, I forgot. I, I, I don't know which promo it is. I've heard it before. I, I couldn't tell you which promo it is. But he just says something and then goes like, the Japs. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, even that promo you put on Twitter this weekend, the New Jack promo. Oh, my that's God. That's very much like a promo you couldn't do today. Never. Never. But I, that's what, still one of my favorite promos of all time. Um, I'd never seen it before then. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you watch the... That's not the, even the whole thing. Did you watch that New Jack documentary they did? The the, uh, the, with, the Vice one? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I didn't really like it. Yeah. Because it was kind of just... I wanted to like see more of like, the back, behind the scenes kind of stuff. Like, uh, background. Like, he's got like four murders that what? were justifiable. Like, real? Yeah, when he was like a bounty hunter. What? I don't remember. The, I don't remember them talking much about that. But well, they didn't touch it. They, oh, they didn't talk about that. About that. They only yeah. talked about the stuff that you really have seen on Already TV. Knew, yeah. You know the Vic. Uh, the Vic. Uh, Vic Grimes is that his yeah. name? Um, that stuff. Him stabbing. Uh, you know that one wrestler in the ring where you've seen it on YouTube. That's just crazy. He beat up uh, that one old man because the old man refused to sell for him. I've seen all that kind of stuff. I wanted to hear more about like the backstory of New Jack. Um and like yeah like these he's he has like four justifiable homicides, um, in his past, yeah. and from what I've heard he's a very educated dude too he's he's just you know he's he's willing to to throw down, but uh I I that Smoky Mountain he's got a few of them from Smoky Mountain that I absolutely love they are just because and I'm sure Dev you, you agree with this a good promo is not scripted. <laughs> Yeah, it's something you you talk like they might give you bullet points or something like that, right? But they, it has to come from the heart. It has to come where somewhere somewhere almost real, you know. Like it's, it has to be believable. And a lot of these promos nowadays they're not believable at all. But when you watch that New Jack, uh, you know the 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 promos for, for, uh, by New Jack and Smoky Mountain, they're they're coming from a real place. You know, he's talking about racism. You know, he was in Tennessee. Like they were filming in Tennessee. You know, it was it was it was a you know it's a it's a white you know it's right primarily primarily white Is state. It? I, I guess Tennessee. Yeah. D'Lo told me like after I don't know about that. Fact check that first. Like I'm pretty sure they were like yeah you know in the heart of like Tennessee. Yeah. But D'Lo, so D'Lo was part of the gangsters for Smoky Mountain. Oh yeah, yeah. And after 
uh, New Jack cut that promo about where he says, I want to give a shout out to OJ Simpson. That was crazy. I asked D'Lo about that because D'Lo's in the background of that of that promo. I didn't even see him in that. He's got, I think he's got the face mask on. Okay. He's he was wearing face masks before it was even like, you know, popular. But uh, <laughs> he uh, D'Lo said he thought they were gonna die. Like D'Lo, because D'Lo told me they they were they were dealing with straight up like hardcore racism when they were driving around. Jeez. Yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I love that promo because it, it's just it, the believability. And that right there. Watch, I'm, I'm going to have to watch some more Smoky Mountain. Every time I've tried, it seems like... It, Tennessee uh, is 78.5% white. Well, what's California? I can look. But look it up. Yeah, because I think California is way more white. Than that. So that's but you I also like, got to look at the time. So Smoky Mountain, that was like what? Early 90s? Yeah. but this. So this is my question. So Smoky Mountain, um, I don't know too much about them other than it was... Cornets. Yeah. But it was it always looked like smaller venues and Yeah. So that's why I never got into it cuz it was it was like post territory days but they were trying to do a territory and it just wasn't Obviously they had a lot of guys come up to WWE and vice versa who, uh-huh. who would come down and help out. But it was like I don't know, it just it, it never caught my attention as much of it, as it probably should have. There's some gems just, that come out of it. Yeah, it it, it just was Obviously, it had a lot of st- guys who eventually became stars yeah. who were there before they were stars. Um, but outside of that, it, it just didn't catch my attention. Well, it was interesting. 71%. Really? California, yeah. Interesting. Huh. So I was talking to D'Lo about um, when we were at uh, – I mean, when I, whenever I just talked to D'Lo, um, mostly like a lot of it was at uh, WrestleCade a few years ago. Um. So he got brought in to the gangsters because he could actually like, like really work, right? Mm-hmm. Like he could bump and feed. So you had New Jack; he was the mouthpiece. You know, he was the guy that's doing the cutting the promos, and then Mustafa, Mustafa was like the body guy, right? So they needed somebody to like, kind of get beat up and bump and feed for when like the rock and roll or whoever their opponents were trying to like get like you know their comeuppance. So that was D'Lo's role was to just you know take the heat bump and feed but also he could work pretty well and that's inevitably what got him a job at the wwf so after smoky mountain he went to like puerto rico or something like that worked there for a while and then called Cornette, and Cornette was at wwf by this time and Cornette's like where the hell have you been i've been trying to get a hold of you obviously this is time before uh, cell phones and Apparently that worked, that happened to Yuma too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cornette's like, "Where the hell have you been? I got a role for you here at the WWF." And then so D'Lo got brought into the nation, and what was he there to do? Okay, so Bump you had feed. you had Farouk, the big guy, right? The old vet, like the face of of the nation. You had uh, and you had uh, you know, like this is I think like this is like when the original nation, like with Savio. Savio Vega, and uh, there was like that, um, those two like white rapper dudes. Do you remember them? That was so weird. And then, so, but that was the, that was Dilo's role was to take the bump and feed because all the other cats, they weren't trained wrestlers. The, 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 the guy who, uh, I can't remember what his name was. Um, he uh it was him and like they were frat brothers they were legit frat brothers they 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 didn't have any wrestling training what are you talking about he i can't remember what his name was can you look at the original uh nation of domination so you had farouk you had savio vega and then you had like three like guys that looked like the nation of islam mustafa wasn't he part of it did he come in at that time or did he come in later uh, the original nation was just uh, Farouk and Clarence Mason. Clarence and, Mason. And, uh, uh, they were known as PG thirteen in other places, but they were they were wrestlers from I think they were in Smoky Mountain too, but they were the ones who wrapped him to the ring. Yeah. So Clarence Mason, uh, Dilo told me. So he was like kind of like a manager. Role. He was a real lawyer too, from what I heard. And so he would come out with like some other cats dressed up as like the Nation of Islam kind of dudes, like in like uh, suits and t- uh, ties and stuff. They were just his, they were his frat brothers. They weren't trained wrestlers. So they needed a guy that could take the heat, you know, t- bump around. And that was D'Lo's role. And then from there, D'Lo got brought in and, you know, made a career out of it. I wonder if that still works anymore, just being a bump and feed guy, a good worker. 
Or is it you have to have star power now? Ah, I don't know, man. Half the people that get signed don't have star power. Yeah. I mean, how, I think that's what it is. It's just work right now, right? We'll make yeah. you a star. That's, yeah. that's kind of the thing, right? You go into the feeder system. If they can't make you a star, well, adios. Yeah, yeah. That sucks, man. Oh, well. At least I had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> Was it good, though? Wasn't that good. At least you had an all right run. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I did okay. You did okay. I got a few flights out of it. You got a few flights out of it. Uh, speaking of okay, uh, do I have the okay from you to go back to the promo corner? No, let's do this. All right, let's do it. So we got promo corner again this week. I only have two. There's so many promos to go through. So many that are interesting to me or funny uh, or, you know, that I think are gems that if you haven't seen it before, it's, it's worthwhile. This one is relatively no- well known. Um, we talked previously about uh, Psycho Sid or Sid Vicious, right? About uh, uh, there was one that he did with um, Jim Ross that I couldn't find where we were talking about screwing up a live promo where he goes, uh, all right, let me do that again. He's like, we're live, pal. <laughs> uh, this wasn't that. I couldn't find that. So this is another one. This is uh, Sid Vicious promoing on uh, promoing on Kevin Nash and uh, yeah. uh, Scott Hall. Let's yeah. get it at him. You're trying to, make, trying to make me look like a jackass! See, it all stops tonight! See, Nash, you can wear any Halloween costume you want to, but you know and I know that you're only half the man that I am! So Sid says that Nash is half the man that he is. Right. But unfortunately, he blows the next line. He blows the next line. So part of the issues with that is uh, he is, like, notorious for blowing lines. Like, his, if you look at a lot of his promos, he's, he's not very good. Uh-huh. His promos are not very good, which, well, which sucks because he's a big, intimidating guy. Well, that's the thing. Like, Sid probably doesn't need to be over on the mic he looks fucking nuts like i was scared of him back in the day oh, man yeah, psycho sure. sid yeah like he was huge he looked like he kicked the fuck out of you but uh yeah so but yeah yeah the the fun now if you've never seen this clip before um <clears throat> apparently this is a part in wcw where kevin nash had uh quote-unquote retired um, and so he was, <laughs> he was out in the ring mocking Sid by wearing like a Sid face prosthetic. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Because he had a beard at the time, so the prosthetic <laughs> is over his beard. And the best part of this thing is once Sid gets the line, and I have half the brains that you do. Uh, Nash is doubled over in the ring laughing with his stupid face prosthetic. And Hall can't keep his shit together. He loses it. Hall loses it. It was amazing. Is this the same promo that he makes fun of him for the Arn thing? Where he stabbed him Uh, with the scissors? What? He stabs him with scissors? He he stabbed... Oh, you know, you know, Sid and Arn had an incident, right? Where Sid ended up, was it Sid's death stabbed Arn? Yeah, he stabbed Arn, like almost in the killed leg. him in, a in ho- the ring, in a hotel, no, like a hotel. Oh, what? They got into no. a fight. No, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Stone Cold talks about it because he was at, he was in the hotel at the time, and Arn and Sid got into it. I can't remember exactly why, but somehow Sid stabbed Arn in the leg, like badly, I guess, and still had a fucking job. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is old school, kid, you know, shit. Jesus. And I guess uh, Stone Cold tells it, Arn went down to the bar and is, like, waiting for the paramedics to, to arrive. And I think Vader 
Vader plugged the 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 wound with like his finger. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awful. Now why did he? Why did? He, so what were you saying? There's a promo with Arn. I don't know. Did they? Did does he mention that sometime? No, I think there's a there's a some promo in WCW at some point where somebody makes like a scissor reference to Sid, and I didn't know if it was this one or a different. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, because there was another promo where Kevin Nash dresses up in like. You know, face gimmicks again. He's pretending to be Arn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought you were referencing something from that, which is also very funny. I didn't know that. No. But uh, yeah, this promo starts off decent. Uh, you know, he tries to be emphatic with his words. Unfortunately, he was emphatic with the wrong words and uh, shit hit the fan. I mean, yeah, it would have been the the promo would have been fine if if he just didn't hit that one line that buried him. It, it, you know. I think. How do you come back from that? Like you just look like such. Oh, a... He even man. says you try to make me look like a jackass. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, next yeah. Line. That's a, that's a tough it's one to so come back bad. from, man. That's a tough one to come back from. So, um, Sid just doing Sid things. Sid doing Sid things. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think. I think he's one of those cases where he probably needed a Paul Heyman. Oh yeah, um, and there's just not much you can like. You get what you get out of it, and don't expect anything more. And probably limit his promos. That promo was like a three minute promo. Well, when he was in the WWF and he was uh, Shawn Michaels' bodyguard, that was a perfect role, right? He just he was Shawn. Oh yeah, because he turned on Shawn. Yeah, but like that was a perfect role for him. Like just shut up and kick the shit out of people for me. Right. That that like, that was a great role for him. I don't know why they they want him to get on the mic. Uh, I get you know, I mean this this here had to do with some. I think Sid was champion maybe at the time, because he's talking about someone stealing his belt. So I don't know. Yeah, that's that's WCW's problem at that at that point. And and I remember I saw a thing where Sid was explaining that years later, and he was like, "Yeah, that's what they wanted me to say." And I'd be like, if I saw that, <sighs> I'd be like, "I'm not fucking saying that." Like, are you serious? All right. Speaking of things you shouldn't say, I've got a. So, again, this was a deep dive. This was a deep dive. I was looking for someone who was like, okay, because everyone's seen the Jeff Farmer, but then I knew about the other ones that existed that people didn't know about. So I wanted to find something new and different. So this one is was even new to me when I saw it. Um, this one is Yukon John and Scott Norton. Fuck yeah, Scotty Nord. Let's do it. UConn John Nord, his partner is Scott Norton, and I'll tell you what, UConn, you made quick work on a big spike. Hey, let's set up. My partner, Scott Norton, I'm going to tell you a story. We was up in the Yukon. We got up early one morning, and we was chopping trees and chopping wood, and Big Scott had got to the lumber shack before us. And everybody knows what lumberjacks eat. They eat a lot of pancakes. And the lumberjacks, we all rolled in and Big Scott had got there about 20 minutes before us. And we walked in and Big Scott was sitting back in the big chair with the knife and the fork sitting there as big as life. Turns out he ate 298 pancakes. 298 pancakes? That's right, five more than the world record. Well, I tell you what, his new name that the Lumberjacks gave him up in the Yukon is Flapjack Norton. And I'll tell you why, because he can eat any, any more pancakes than any man alive, and he's one of the toughest men alive. Tell him, Flapjack! You got it, brother. Don't let the name scare you or fool you, baby, because this is the biggest, strongest tag team going today, and just because my name is Flapjack, which I got from my friends up in the number camp, doesn't mean I'm going to sit down for anybody, and we're coming at him, baby, stronger, bigger, than meaner, than life. And, and listen up, Hangman, we heard you've been saying some things, and we want you to know one thing. We, we don't care, care 
And we, we ain't scared. Yeah. We don't care. And we ain't scared. We don't care. And we ain't scared. Oh. All right, you heard from him. Flapjack, Norton, Yukon Johnny. You'll see Yukon John next week. Team Challenge Series action against Hangman Killer. Stick around. So that's one of my new favorite promos. That's one of my all-time new favorite promos. That was so bad on so many levels. Who is Yukon John? Is that his name, Yukon John? Yukon John. I, I don't know. I, that's the first time I've ever uh, heard of him or seen him. But he is a man. He, like, they're both men. They're both That's both a big men. tag team. Guys, this is a big tag team. But Yukon John, who is supposedly from the Yukon, can't say the word Yukon. Uh, yeah, and he can't tell a story either. Okay. This Yukon is, John is the barbarian, by the way. That's the barbarian? Yeah, just John. Oh, no Gordon. shit. He was better as the barbarian. No wonder that his career got cut short as Yukon John. Dude, <clears throat> okay. Him telling a story is like my mom telling me a story about fucking anything. There's... Uh, she forgets the plot of the story multiple yep. times. Yep. She gives you details about shit that don't matter. Yep. And then she's yelling. Yep. <laughs> it just it yep. didn't make any sense. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I, w- I would like to say... Well, first of all, this is your first time saying it, so what are your thoughts on it? Uh, well, yeah, the, the storytelling is just absolutely unnecessary. Also, what is, like, so... I mean, it's pretty kick-ass that, that Scott Norton <laughs> ate 290 pancakes or whatever. <laughs> But, like, it's not, like, it doesn't make him, like, the biggest ass kicker known to mankind. So, so this is what I'm trying to figure out. Is this a promo that The Office gave him? They're like, okay, his new nickname is Flapjack. So we need you to, te- we need you to set the table on how he got the nickname Flapjack. Here's what we want you to say. Yeah. Because that's the time where you go, that's fucking dumb. I'm yeah. not doing that, right? Or was this like him being like, okay, so we've got your new nickname, Scott. It's Flapjack. I've got a great idea on how to get that over. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, and then it's so funny because during the promo, you can see Scott Norton's face. He's just he's like rolling oh, his eyes. Crap. Oh, God. I can't believe this is happening. And then he has to just work himself out of a hole. Oh, and he made it worse. And he dragged, like, he probably just got affected by the, the promo he just heard. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he doesn't cut the best promo because he's probably just so, like, out of, off of his game, off of what he just heard. Well, the fact that he goes, so this is my, real quick. The, the, you look at these guys, right? And they're massive men. Yeah. And then they're setting up, obviously, Scott Norton is, oh, this is Flapjack. So you, the, you figure they're kind of newer. Now, I know no background about this promo. It looks like they just finished a match, right? Looks like at least Yukon John just finished a match. My guess is this is a squash match, yeah. right? Because you're putting over these guys huge. They're big guys, and they're going to tell a story afterwards. If it wasn't a squash match... It looked like he was like coming off a concussion trying to tell the story. Like that's how bad it was. Couldn't remember anything. Couldn't remember details. Um, and I love the best part of it. You know, paint that picture, brother. You got to paint a picture for this audience. Yeah. We well, lumberjacks they love pancakes, yeah. and so we come out and Scott. He was already there with a fork and a knife. And you're like, okay, bro. (laughs) I know how to eat pancakes. You're setting up the wrong. And guess what? He was sitting in a chair, too. And the chair was in a room. And the room was in a building. And you're like, all right, dude, just don't go down that rabbit hole anymore. Yeah, those little details, you got to pick the right ones. Yeah, those were the wrong details. Uh, uh, Kids out there, if you're looking for details for your promos, don't go with the mundane. You know what's like interesting too, like uh, going back to that New Jack uh, promo about when he said, uh, you know, shout out to OJ Simpson. Prior to that, he he describes the town that he's in, you know, and he does a great job of describing it because the first thing he says is, "I hate this town." I pulled up, I got out of my car, I slipped in a puddle of tobacco spit i hate you pe- like you know like that kind of stuff and it's like yeah. okay i get where they're at i get where they're in a, like a like a, a white trash kind of town right right and like that's the importance of like details of like okay why do you hate this place you know like whereas yukon didn't really i i i, I don't think he's ever cut down a tree no he never cut down a tree in his life um at the very end well first of all then you got flapjack telling you uh, that might be my nickname. I don't like it. It's not a good one. But the guys up north gave it to me. <laughs> it's just not a good start for your promo. 
And then uh, they try to end it with a line that they're supposed to say at the same time, which is like the go home line. And they both botch that. Yeah, and then they just start chopping each other. <clears throat> which is, which is, I think the line was, we don't care and we're not scared. And they both got it wrong and just start hitting each other, just chopping each other. To, oh, we don't care and we're not scared. And they just keep going at it. So. And by the way, who, who, who decided that these two men needed like uh, a sign off? Yeah. You know, like, uh, we don't, what is it? We're not, we, we, we don't, don't care, care and we're not, we're scared. not scared. Well, you can look at them and tell they're not scared. Exactly. Yes. Um, also, uh, Flapjack, who's supposed to be a lumberjack, is wearing, like, <laughs> do you remember uh, the late 90s, early 2000s Hunter hat that he used to wear? Hunter Hearst Helmsley? The Triple H hat that he wore in, like, DX. It's like a, it's like a cab driver hat, but he wears it backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, like what Buff Bagwell <clears throat> used to wear? Yeah, it looks yeah. like that's what Norton's wearing, too. So I'm like, <laughs> Flapjack wearing the cab driver yeah. hat backwards. Oh, Good on man. you, brother. So uh, that's promo corner. <laughs> that's promo Promos. corner this week. That's all I got. We'll get more next week. If you have if you have one you want to see, let us know. Yeah, please uh, send in promos, and, and Devin will uh, we'll discuss them. That's all I got, man. You're the promo guy, man. That's all I got. Yeah, man. That's about it. We, uh, we've already eaten up a lot of time here. It's been a long night. Eating up some time, drank some beers, some uh, Ten Barrel Brewing Company pub beer. What's the, what's the, uh, the catchphrase? It's cheap fun beer. What's up? There you go. Is that really their catchphrase? No. Well, cheap fun beer is. So I just added my own little thing to oh. it. It's catching on. Nice. Catching, catching on. It's not catching on like my intro, but no. It's you know what's funny is uh, so a lot of people <clears throat> you obviously don't know this, but people will recite that catchphrase to Devin and I. Oh yeah, uh, like it, we've had it introduced. We've had multiple people introduce it mm-hmm. or say it, mm-hmm. and they fucking already know it. We yeah, don't, we don't even it. we don't even have to. That's good to go. Uh, remind them or talk them through it. Like they they automatically know it, and it's like wow. Devin actually uh, tapped into something tapped here. Tapped into a little something there. I'm excited to get back to a live crowd and try that again. We'll see yeah. how that works. Yeah. No one's going to like it. By then, they'll be so sick of the podcast. And by the way, when eventually I do barbershop you... Um, <laughs> you think you're barbershopping me? You know, like... I'm I can, getting the title. I'll, I'll use that little intro you gave me uh, just as a singles wrestler, basically. The ombre with no ombre? Yeah. Well, and who's Hermano from Another Mama? Are you gonna I be? don't know. I'll, f- I'll figure it out. You could just be the Hermano I'll figure from it Another out. Mama. But I was like, oh, shit, this is working pretty good for me. <laughs> Eventually, Devin's going to go through that window. And, By the uh, way, you need to start go be- being from El Squid Row. You know what's funny is Beshia looked at it, and he, he goes, oh, Cabo. And I'm like, yeah. What's up, dog? <laughs> That's funny. You up? really do need to start going by being from Cabo or from Shit, Squid I want to live there one day, dude. Do it now. Right now, just just uh, oh, you mean like oh, like sell your house, go move down there. Nah, I don't know about that. All right, not yet, not Maybe yet. Next time. But anyways, let's go ahead and start taking it home. Let's take it home. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. What is that? Uh, what is that name? Hogsman Pod at Hogsman Pod. And what else do we have? Uh, Thank you to Pub Beer, Ten Barrel Brewing, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? Um. What else do we have? Fuck Andy Brown. Fuck Andy Brown. Always. And Fuck Hunter this week too. Yeah, where is Hunter? He didn't even like. He didn't even show up. Someone attempt. asked if he was going to be the third Hogsman. He's never going to be, or the fourth Hogsman. He's never going to be the fourth Hogsman. Not a chance. Uh, what else do we push? Do we push anything else? Nope. It's about That's it. All we got. You want to get out of here? Well, we're not at we're not at the school, right? I mean, we could push the school, but you can't go sign up for classes right now. I don't think, right? Yeah. That level up. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Go online. Maybe level up. We'll give you a give you a shot. Be a wrestler. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and then a whole bunch of other platforms. Steel Cage Radio. We haven't mentioned them in a Fuck, while. Fuck. Thanks for carrying one. us. Steel Cage Radio. Yeah. Thanks for carrying us through this match. And uh, I think that is about it. Devin Sparks. That's all I got. Uh, you know, until we get start getting shows coming back and wrestling. It looks like uh, maybe we'll start getting some more studio style shows coming up. But uh, I think so. I think that's the next step in wrestling. The next step in wrestling is going back to studio style shows with no crowd whatsoever. But you saw the New Japan one that came out. I think uh, Hollywood's going to start running again. Hopefully, 
They should go Korean baseball style and just put like cutouts of people's faces oh, that'd be rad. and stuffed animals. I'd be fine with that. I think one one Korean baseball game had sex dolls behind the backstop. I think they, I think they got that. in trouble for that one. Really? Yeah. New Japan that. actually went back to uh, full crowds basically again. Where were you on the news? What? You were supposed to announce that earlier. When? When we talked about what's new in wrestling. I didn't hear you say that. Well, that's because you were supposed to announce it. You didn't. <clears throat> Not producer Adam. Yeah, they went back to basically full crowds. Basically, what you do is people that buy seats together sit together, but between each group, there's an empty seat. Everyone's required to wear a mask. You know, you're not supposed to make noise. I think I read something, right? I mean, that's up to the people that go to the shows. What do uh, what are those little things that soccer games? The 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 bopper sticks, the, the thunder, little, the thunder sticks. Yeah, the thunder. Yeah. Maybe that's what people should start. Using that's it. what wrestling's gonna be for now. For wrestling right now, if, if they I'm don't want you to like open I'm your f- mouth and yell, that's so loud. I'm fine with that. It'd be awesome. I'm cool with that. No one will hear me calling all my terrible spots in the ring. Exactly. Take the exactly. headlock again. He's like, fucking again, another headlock. We yes. don't need any more holy shit chance, fight forever chance. What other chance are there? This is awesome you chance. Up chance. Well, I've never gotten it. You this still is, got it. I, yeah, you I've never gotten to that one or this is awesome chance. So I'm fine with that. We don't need any of those chants anymore. All we need is thunder sticks. Don't come back. I've heard that one several times. <laughs> Every time I'm out there. Every time. Who, they, you know what's crazy is they announce it the second my music hits. <laughs> they start chanting the second my music hits. All right. Well, Adam dropped the ball on that one. We obviously had something to talk about, and he didn't bring it up. Well, now we'll have something to talk about next week. That we're probably going to forget about. Sorry, this is on a Wednesday. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Excellent. Well, Devin, if they want the tip, what do they got to take? They have to take the whole hog. Adios. Adios. <laughs>